Hey, welcome to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast where sisters Alex and Sarah Franklin bring on comedians to recap Bachelor episodes and reflect on their own journey with Bachelor Nation. Enjoy! Welcome to our final episode of the season. Um, sorry, we're coming out a little bit late this week. Um, Hopefully you saw it on socials, but it was also the day Facebook, all of Facebook apps were down. Yeah. So <laughs> I le- we were at least consistent with um, like the Mercury rec- retrograde that was Wednesday. Mm, like because mm. podcast falls in line with um, a technology breach, not a breach. That's the wrong word. But it falls in love with like a haphazard technology mishaps. Mm, mm, mm. Even though it's not owned by Facebook. <laughs> sure. No, but it no, it's. <laughs> I, it's consistent with the fact that technology was at oh, an all-time I see. Yeah, low. yeah, yeah. I got you, I got you, I got you. I'm talking more from my um, astrological like getting, California Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meta. No, not meta. <laughs> <laughs> all right, maybe I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Whatever, we're back. <laughs> and we're all still reeling. Like, I just had a very long conversation about everything that went down just last night. With who? my friend Ella great (laughs) I'm just saying like I'm still feeling everything yes I know which is why I think it's good because these last couple of episodes were so emotionally um poignant that we needed a couple of days to process um before we like were able to talk to you guys from a logical perspective also neither of us were in town (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot going on um okay Alex are they going to make it? No. <laughs> Are they going to make it? <laughs> okay. So my immediate reaction's no. We're talking about Cassie and Colton, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> not oh, wait. Class. I wasn't. I should have been. Cl- no, okay. I'm kidding. Of course, we're talking about Cassie and Colton. My immediate reaction was no. Mm-hmm. But, I well, I don't know. I've been dissecting every video of them mm-hmm. since... And he does seem more excited than she does. But mm-hmm. why? Because he's because he lost his virginity to her. And why does she not seem excited? Because she doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, they see like when I saw them on AFR, I was like, they seem happy, but I'm probably just seeing what they want me to see. Can we build to this? Because yeah. I, I feel like there's so much that I need to talk through yeah. before we get to. All right. What the so they so okay so he goes to break up with the other girls so he goes to break up with the other girls obviously I have a huge problem with somebody because she gave him hope by saying I love you and kissing him goodbye after she dumped him that's Cassie Cassie yeah yes of course why do we keep talking about them like somebody uh, <laughs> somebody I have a huge problem with this one girl I'm not, I'm I'll let you guys it. figure it out <laughs> I'm not gonna say it because I'm not petty but. She's got blonde hair and her name rhymes with Rassy <laughs> Lassie. Um, before we even get into the breakups, I thought the manhunt to find Colton was 
probably the most riveting television I have ever seen in my life. It was like life. Blair Witch Project. Yeah. When they like, <laughs> they're doing like zoom ins and outs like into the field. Chris Harrison's on the front lines. <laughs> like they were truly. Chris, what? Chris seemed like pissed off. He's like really like he was like, how did you guys lose hit The Bachelor? <laughs> and. So we know from our previous guest, Alyssa Littman, who had an insider source, um, say that Colton was missing for about four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is an insane amount of time. And they didn't show this on the show. But I guess the, how he was able to lose them was he hid in a ditch for most of it. Yeah. So, OK. <sighs> so here's my thing. Colton, since being on the show, has spoken very positively about the producers. Mm-hmm. And it's always like they're a family. They're there. They want you to find love. They're rooting for you. And mm-hmm. he's always held that position. But don't you think part of that, that hiding for four hours was like these people like literally did the ultimate manipulation by getting Cassie's by dad get or- bringing Cassie's dad there. Like, how could he trust them after that? I think that's why he ran away. Because yeah, at that he's point, mad. he was pushing that. He pushed a girl. He pushed a girl. <gasps> I know. And he, he I has- get not wanting to be touched, but I think there's a way to forcibly <laughs> say that or like not forcibly say that, but firmly say that firmly. without having to push a he tiny girl. He shoved a girl. Well, he and he has said that one of his, his biggest regret was him pushing a cameraman. No, he pushed a but woman. But I was producer. like, your biggest regret was pushing a cameraman? You shoved a girl into the street <laughs> where there were cars. Her oncoming traffic. <laughs> yeah, that could have gotten like completely <laughs> glossed over. <laughs> there was definitely oncoming traffic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the next day was like so funny when Chris went to talk to him. I just a shining episode for Chris Harrison. Mm, I, I did a great job. I loved everything. Of, I thought he handled everything pretty good. But last, <laughs> his eyes were like so wide the next day. And he was like, so last night was wild. <laughs> Jimmy, Jim, um, Jimmy Kimmel paused that clip and was just like, did Colton lose his virginity to Chris? <laughs> but I thought it was very interesting that he basically said what we have been saying this whole time. Because Colton's like, well, I have to break up with these other women because it's the only way that Cassie's going to get me back. And Chris is like, do you ever stop to think that maybe she's just not that into you? <laughs> and Colton just like shakes his head like, no. He's like, no, that's not it. <laughs> she, she, That's not it. She's just nervous because there are other girls here. But I'm like, nothing about that like came out of Cassie's mouth. No, she never said anything about the other women. She was just like, I'm not sure I like you, but I know that there are other women that are here that do like you. That's what she said. She's just like, I like you less than what these other people like you. He's like, well, then I, so by that logic, he's like, I have to eliminate the other women. So even though you like me less than these other women, then there'll be no women and you you like like me me the the most. (laughs) Very smart. That Colton. (laughs) Always using his noggin in the right ways. It, what this whole thing was hard to watch because she, I mean, it was fabulous to watch. It was so fun. But like the emotions were very raw. And then like hit when he like goes to get her back and she's like, I guess. And then he like brings her to meet his family. Mm-hmm. And she's just she like is like, I don't want, she's like freaking out. She's like, I don't want to go in there because she doesn't love him. And she knows that she can't tell them that. And he's like, it's fine. Like he's like 
he's just like pushing her to do everything. Yeah, I was watching this with my roommate Katie, and when she was breaking down about not wanting to go in, Katie, who's very astute, was like, "Girl, that's your intuition telling you that you don't want to go in there." And Even Colton's he, just like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. He pushed her into everything. He literally backed her into a corner. Which is why, can we talk about the other breakups? Yeah. Because I have a very, I I, I'm, I love Colton. I've been his champion this entire time. Yeah, you might be the only one. <laughs> I don't, I might be off. Yeah. Which I don't want to be because I, I, my heart truly broke for him because we have all been there and we have all been heartbroken. And I Felt every second that he was crying to Chris that night and every yeah I, I don't agree with him shoving a producer but ever I was with him every step of the way in terms of where he was at emotionally like yeah. I thought that was getting your heart broken it was devastating yeah it was really I cried it was really really sad it's so that 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 feeling of hurt and I, not for a second do I not believe that he's not in love with Cassie I really truly believe he is and mm-hmm. he wanted her there in the end um it how things play out is where i i have my issues with mm-hmm. him and i think mm-hmm. that's why we need to like launch into his breakups with Tasha and yeah, hannah so, before we get to that so he goes to tell Tasha, and he's the one who <laughs> he gets Tasha to comfort him while he's dumping her yeah, I think that comes from Tasha, and I think we've seen elements of this of her throughout the season. She's very nurturing and she's yeah. very motherly, and he was shaking. Yeah, I mean, completely, like not in control of himself. And when you see somebody who you care about who's crying and shaking, I think it's like kind of a natural instinct for you to yeah. want to comfort them. Yeah, I also never thought Tasha and Colton were. <coughs> quite as in love as they you know she maybe thought that she was but I do think they could probably have a nice friendship and I you I did kind of like get that there and we said on the last podcast like Tasha knew it was over when they didn't sleep together yeah I think she was sort of feeling processing her hurt feelings yeah she was after. she was mourning the breakup and then he came back and she's like what's going on exactly I do in general have a hard time <laughs> just because I'm so wear my emotions on my sleeve kind of person, have a hard time relating to people who have trouble showing uh, vulnerability. And I think Tasha is certainly one of those people as evidenced by the fact that she asked if they could not go, not talk in front of the cameras. Yeah. Despite them still being mic'd. <laughs> I know. But um, she just like couldn't have people staring at her. Yeah, which is why I really appreciated Hannah's break up to hers even in the long run like because Tasha is so careful about the way that she presents yeah that I don't find her relatable at all and I think in that instance even though it was okay for her to comfort him like that for her to be her initial instinct she was well within her right to push back a little bit and be mad. And she ha- was well within her right to push back and be a little mad after the final rose. Like she won't show anything. She won't let, I know, I know. I agree. I, I do find her unrelatable. And I think that's been like kind of hard for me to like, like I like her. There's nothing like sure. really bad to say about her. I wish she hard. didn't talk so slow. <laughs> yeah. And I wish she didn't go. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Alex that, isn't like how slow she talks. Get it out, girl. But, but that's coming from but she's overthinking. She's overthinking what she's she saying. That's why she talks so slow. <coughs> yeah. So Hannah G had more of a to me like a normal type of reaction of like anger and hurt mm-hmm. and confusion. Mm-hmm. He really let her on, and in the same way. That Cassie should not have said I love you before she kissed him goodbye. Why the hell did he say I thought it was going to be you? Yeah, he was like, I thought that I was going to pick you this whole time. Which is a so he's rude. lying to somebody because he also said he's said multiple times he knew it was Cassie in yeah. after interviews after date four or yeah. like week four. Yeah. So which is it, bro? Yeah. Is it is it you knew Cassie was the one since week four? Or did you think it was Hannah? And I, I'm not sure which way it's going to go. I, I do believe that Colton was in love with Cassie, is in love with Cassie. Um, but if you are, rip the Band-Aid off. Why? Because now Hannah's anger is so much more justified n- now. And mm-hmm. she came at him so good yeah. at After the Final Rose. Yeah. Every She had very pointed thoughts. You know, like sometimes when you're like – I feel like times that I've like sometimes that the reasons I think breakups can like kind of take a long time is like people are too afraid to say what they're actually feeling and you sort of talk around things like she has so true very you're so right direct questions that's why that's why Rachel and Peter's breakup took so long oh, because just no one was saying what they wanted to say yeah yeah <laughs> okay you're like god I can't even get into that I, I, <laughs> I literally just went back there emotionally. Alex's whole body it. slumped down. She was like, I can't think about it. I'm going <laughs> to. Too early. It, it, yeah. It's in the morning. <laughs> well, it's the afternoon, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she did a good job and she didn't give him like a break. It wasn't just like. Mm-mm. It's okay. We're fine. I hope you're happy. Bye. And all of her thoughts were very rational. Like, I just thought she handled herself so great and i was just like where was this girl all season she's cool i wish we got to see more of her yeah i know uh, not they, that i don't think it was there i just don't think they showed it i don't think they showed it they did a really good job of making her just like a barbie doll all season yeah which is why i need hannah g right hannah g yeah oh my god it's been like a week and i'm like who are these people <laughs> in paradise yeah 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 yeah, yeah. she sh- she's got to go she will clean okay up. so who do you want to see in paradise hannah g demi obviously I want to see Elise. Oh, yeah. I'd take Elise in paradise. I don't want Tasha there. I don't need Tasha in my paradise. Why? Because she's not. She's boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know what would happen if Tasha goes to paradise? She'll meet some guy right away like Taylor did. And they'll just be like attached the whole time. Yeah, I think I just like in general want Tasha to find love. So I'm just like, well, if, right. If I don't have to necessarily think about her, she's sort of in the background. It'd be great a guy. If, if Tasha plays like a Whitney role, like after her and Chris Souls broke up, Whitney kind of disappeared and then just like kind of started her own little business and like found love with a normal man. I wish I had seen that play out though. <laughs> if, like I, Alex, that's why we have Instagram. <laughs> I saw it play out. How do you think I know about it? <laughs> Okay, so you don't need Tasha in your paradise. <laughs> Anyanka, Nicole, obviously. They're definitely going. Courtney, obviously. Who do you think? Oh, so people are shipping Hannah G and Blake, which I don't necessarily see. 
I think she's too cool. Yeah. He would get so nervous around her. Yeah. I know that he's like on this like cool F boy kit where he doesn't give an F and he's out and he's like yeah. dating girls with his smoldering looks and he's like making his way through Batch Nation. I guess like I think I heard Jason say on a podcast that like he had a crush on Hannah G and like he's at this point the most eligible bachelor in Bachelor Nation but we we've met zero of Hannah B's guys yet so yeah. we, we also don't have a lot to choose from at this point in time. I but it's all Blake is still an erotic mess like yeah. as evidenced by how he, he he can't even sit across from Garrett without losing his mind. He he he's still not over Becca and Garrett. He's not. Colton said on a podcast that he's like who he's still friendly with. And it he is. He's friendly, friendly with Becca and Garrett. He's friends with Jason, clearly. And he said he's friends with Blake. And he's like, I, I'll invite Blake to stuff. And I'm like, by the way, Becca and Garrett are going to be there. And he's like, oh, uh, OK, it's OK. Like, he's still not over it. I think he's over her. Right. But I think but being they back make in the dynamic it just makes him incredibly uncomfortable. He can't hold it together in front of Garrett. Mm -hmm. And Garrett is just, Garrett could not want to be there less. Did you see his shirt? His, <laughs> his buttons. You could see his stomach <laughs> because his shirt was so messed up. The only reason Garrett does any of this crap is because Becca's making it. <laughs> He does not like coming back and being like gossipy about the girls. Like people like Ben Higgins live for it. Oh, like yes. Blake is now like, I think really enjoying Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Jason's just like, is good at it. Garrett is like, they asked him a question. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> I, so I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. I know he's probably contractually obligated for like the next year to show up. And as long as he's with Becca, he's going to have to show like, up. Fine. I know. It's so funny. He feels so feet draggy, which makes me. It's so funny how like, especially with the bachelorettes, the relationships get justified over time because in time I was like, why didn't you pick Blake? You idiot. And you now get I'm to like, know, you get to realize. Yeah. I'm like, well, obviously Garrett is probably the better partner and he's done some unfortunate things, but he does. He probably is the right person for Becca and he doesn't seem caught up at all in the like fame wave. And yeah. I think even if she had chosen Blake, Garrett wouldn't have been caught up in the fame wave. I think he was just like, all right, well, back to my life. You know, you know? what's kind of interesting. All these bachelorettes that we've talked about, like should have picked somebody else. I think we all knew like Caitlin was really going to pick Sean Booth. I mean, that's like a whole other story now. But like mm -hmm. Caitlin picked Sean, Jojo um, picked Jordan and everyone was like, what the heck? Like everyone thought that was weird. Oh, I no. Really? She's going to pick Robbie Hayes. Well, Robbie Hayes wasn't like the douchebag that like when he was on her show that we like now know. Because time is just that's what I'm saying. And Rachel picking Brian, like all of us were like shocked by all of these choices. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. And she, what you just said all of those guys have not stuck around prominently in Bachelor Nation. Like, Sean started... I know that they're broken up now, but they were together for a long time. Sean started his own business. Like, Brian, I think, went back to work. Like, he he's doing his own thing. Jordan Rogers is, like, totally doing his own thing with ESPN now. Like, all of those guys kind of, like... They moved stepped on. away and moved on and they and didn't all partners. move back to LA and they're good partners. And I was like, all these bachelorettes are so, they're so intuitive. Brian has been the biggest surprise for me over yeah. time because I, 
avidly follow Rachel Lindsay. I think uh, other than Caitlin, my favorite bachelorette of all time. And um, they that relationship seems so grounded and so real to me. And they seem so into each other. And they feel like adults. They Whereas feel normal. We're yeah. shipping off these babies to get married. I'm like, this is like an adult relationship yeah and they seem to have a lot of mutual respect and care about each other i mean same with jojo and jordan i remember after after the final rose and then they went to kimmel i was like do these people even like each other like i i was like there's no way this is gonna last and i'm like maybe he just wasn't like no like comfortable in front of the cameras like she was and it like created some weird dynamic because now they're like they're starting this house flipping business he's on espn like Mm -hmm. they're like or i don't know whatever he's on yeah (laughs) of course like and and there's no denying the fact that they've been able to use their platform from bachelor and able to 100 percent, but they're not they're not stuck so, in the world so stuck in the world they don't have podcasts on podcast one or iheart like mm-hmm. you know like all these other people do they they're not like coming back for all these parties like ashley i and jared are like they're not like so invested in the world mm-hmm. they're like let's create our own world and those are the ones that have been able to move on and they didn't move to los angeles mm-hmm Wow, we are so off topic. <laughs> but these Who are all is the Bachelor again? <laughs> <laughs> this is so anyway, we were talking about Hannah G. She did a great job. Yeah, I just think that she held her own so well, and there's no way that she's not going to clean up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she will get fine. whatever guy she yeah, wants. Yeah, she's fine. I'm not in the slightest bit worried about it. She has new lips. <laughs> Yeah, that was a little slightly distracting and sort of <laughs> sad just because she is so young and so beautiful that I was she just like, need new listen, it's like you don't look bad, but you didn't, you didn't need to do it. You didn't need it. Yeah. You're so pretty. Um, okay. So Colton goes to win Cassie back despite everyone being like, she doesn't like you. But here's the thing. I don't think producers are saying that. Well, there was no way that Cassie was... Like they kept surprised when Colton showed up. They kept her. Where were they? Portugal. Yeah, they kept her in Portugal. Usually if you leave, you fly home that day. They kept her. No, you have to stay for a week. Really? Yes. So the final three after you are eliminated, um, you have to stay in whatever foreign country you're in for a week as to not throw off. Like if you come back. Like, you don't oh. want to throw off spoilers, even though they're completely out there. Okay. Like, you, you can't. It's like a way of protecting the secret. I see. I see. OK, so she's there whatever. But she was not surprised. But she was not surprised to see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Here is where I start. Losing him a little bit. And where I am more rooting for her. She maybe she shouldn't have stuck around for as long as she did but she told him her truth and that's how she felt and she seemed so much lighter on her own when she was back in the hotel room what was she supposed to do in that scenario after he said that he had broken up with the other two girls either and I, I just listened to a podcast about this the other day so and it's it was the reality Steve podcast so I'm I feel like he sort of helped crystallize this for me. But what ended up happening was he backed her into a corner. She was either going to be America's sweetheart or she was going to be made a villain. 
she really had absolutely no choice. And instead of celebrating her independence, she was basically <laughs> held hostage. And then it was sold to us as romance. She was held hostage. 100%. She's like, even when they're talking outside of her hotel room, she's still like so confused and doesn't seem like excited that he's there. And he's just like, we're just going to take it one day at a time. That's what we are going to do. We're going to take it one day at a time. You're going to meet my family and we're going to go from there. <laughs> we're going to take it one day at a time. You're going to meet my family. That, but that's literally what he did. I'm taking you to the fantasy suite. Then you're going to meet my family. You're going to take my virginity. And then we're going to go back. <laughs> like that. Like he, a day he at a time. told her a day at a time. He told her, like, this is what's going to happen. Not what do you want to happen? He said, this is what's going to happen. Yes. And it was like Colton, but you, like you're, it, she was held hostage. And I was even finding myself in the moment, like something in my gut knew it wasn't right. But in the moment, I was finding myself sort of like realizing that how brainwashed I am <laughs> to romantic comedies because you have that big moment where the guy like makes his big declaration about how he wants this person to be his woman. And like, even in the fantasy suite, you can't deny it was hilarious when the sound guy was just like, good luck guys. <laughs> when he demiked them. I know. But I was like finding myself getting like weirdly smiley, even though something felt icky to me. I was just like, why am I smiling and why do I feel crappy at the I same time? I saw so many people on Instagram being like, why do I think they're cute together? Like, this is weird. Because they like, were very good at selling the ro the romance of it all. They turned it into a rom-com. They did. But I feel weird. And like watching them on like Kimmel and GMA, I'm like, he seems so happy to be there. And she still seems lost. <laughs> Yeah, she's certainly presenting she's happy, but she but she like gives me the feeling of like she's a prisoner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel weird. I feel weird too, and it's so hard. Like I always feel bad about speculating about these relationships after because you know I was like, there's no way Rachel and Brian could ever be happy after the Peter thing, blah blah blah, and clearly they are. So I'm like, maybe I'm being too judgmental, but how? He and maybe maybe Cassie would have come back to him on her own. Maybe maybe she would have gone back and be like, you know what? I still really like him. All this stuff like that could have happened. But how he did it was manipulative. Mm -hmm. I the mechanics of it. I don't I can't get on board with. I don't know. I will never root for any relationship to fail if she truly is super happy which like people present happy on instagram and can be liars but like uh, there is like more of a playfulness to her now yeah with him that yeah wasn't she, really she present. seems she does seem happy but i'm just upset about how it all went down yeah i it, and it's hard for me to remove that from how it looks right now yeah yeah I, well, <laughs> I'm really excited about Hannah Beast, which, by the way, we're the only two people that are. That's not true. <laughs> but hold up. We have to talk about well, not hold up. And let's continue talking about what what did you think about her performance on After the Final Rose? I think she was super weird. 
super awkward. And I think she's going to be like maybe the most relatable bachelorette of all time. It was a very Mm -hmm. interesting choice because Mm -hmm. they usually go for this like Miss Independent Mm -hmm. lawyer, whatever, writer. I don't know who's ever been a writer. Dancer. (laughs) They go for like Miss Independent who's like got her whole life together and spent her whole life focusing on career and now she just needs a man to bring her her family that's kind of like what they go for this girl is not that Mm -mm. I mean I think she's great and I think she's strong and like I love her but she's weird and she's uncomfortable around hot guys (laughs) I know and I think it's gonna be the most relatable moment like like some of the most relatable moments we've ever seen it's a very interesting choice by ABC I'm really I would have loved to be in the room when they picked her Yeah, you can tell that Chris Harrison has both an admiration and a protectiveness of her and also a like, oh, God, how is this girl going to carry a show anxiety about him? Like he's going to I feel like there's going to at least in the beginning, he's going to need to be very present. Yeah, because she is so bad at articulating and she can't like make a decision at all. I was dying when she had to pick someone to give the rose to mm-hmm. and she could like she couldn't <laughs> i she could she she freezes like when she doesn't know what to say she just doesn't talk she just doesn't talk she has the opposite problem of the guy from queer eye <laughs> uh, which just premiered on netflix we um, were talking about queer eye literally prior to up until the second we started yeah. recording <laughs> but a lot of people have the 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 anxiety tick to over speak or over talk when they don't know what to say and that is not her problem her problem is to not and I just don't it's gonna be tough they're gonna need some really strong guys which seems like they already do the guy that gate that brought in the champagne and was like let's give a toast I thought that was really sweet he was so great he was great that was a really nice moment I'm sure part of her with having to pick a guy was she just couldn't remember names (laughs) yeah there was a um she or like she didn't realize what the pacing was gonna be. She's like, "Oh, I have to talk now." Okay, like I think she's yeah. Used she was to like waiting, being, and she was like, "Oh wait, it's my turn." <laughs> right, like she's used to having a structure or being told what to do. So uh, yeah, I think that she's gonna need guys not like Colton that are gonna like really carry conversation. She's gonna need some like strong, maybe like Ben Higgins types that will like have a lot to talk about and can like move conversation yeah. forward. Um. But yeah, I'm oh, yeah. really curious to see how it's going to go. People seem really mad on social. Yeah. Because she's kind of awkward and weird. She is a little awkward and weird. Um, but that's why I love her. I know. I think that's what what makes her endearing. And I think that's why it's going to be the most interesting season to watch. It's just going to be different. And I'm ready for something different. I think it's going to be cool. I mean, think about all of our last Bachelorettes. So who was our Becca? So they like painted her as like Miss Independent. And she picked the guy with the minivan. (laughs) And we had Rachel, Jojo, we had Caitlin, Andy. The closest bachelorette that we have had to Ashley uh, uh, is Ashley. Oh, Ashley Heber. She is the closest. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. She is the closest, like, she was a she was on Brad Womack point two's season and she was in Bachelorette. She married JP. They're still together. They have a couple of kids. I know they're a sweet little family. Yes. But that is like the closest closest second to what we have with Hannah G because that uh, was before Andy. Like that was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. It, exactly. So it is like 
we've had it before and that season was very interesting to watch yeah it was good it, she was insecure in kind of a different way um I don't know how I don't even know Hannah B. I don't think Hannah B is insecure. I was gonna say I don't think Hannah B is insecure I think she just like doesn't know what to say right whereas like Ashley was maybe better at like maybe Ashley felt like a little bit more media trained and her insecurities ran a little like deeper and they really reared they reared its head it was like sort of this deep coming from this deep dark place yeah. Hannah B's just kind of like I don't know <laughs> <laughs> she's also young but JoJo and her were the same age when they were Bachelor. There is some speculation about how old JoJo actually is. That's um, hilarious. I, yes. That JoJo would lie about her age. Um, did you have any feelings about the guys? The guy that I liked the most was the guy that brought the toast out. He was really sweet. But I thought all of them were fine. Like the rapper was like whatever. But like he makes a good first impression. He also made her laugh. Yeah. I thought the first guy seemed slightly douchey, but in a way that... You, you know you how you need sort of like the slightly douchey guy to be like the hype man or like the party Oh, man. yeah, for like sure. He, he was very needed to set the tone and to make her feel comfortable. Like you kind of needed somebody who was like a little bit outrageous yeah. to like be like, okay, we're moving through this. Like had it been a nice, shy, quiet guy first, I think we all would have been like, Ah, get off the stage. Yeah, like, oh my God, we I can't, can't watch, watch two of them. There can't be two. There can't be two. Uh, what about <laughs> baby Nick Vial? That was... Oh, he made the joke about going down on her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. So mom, wa- our mom watched it uh, two hours ahead of time. And she was like, the last guy was an absolute pick. And I was like texting Sarah. I was just like, uh, she- and you were watching it. And you were like, well, mom didn't like the last guy. And this is after you'd already watched him on stage. And she was and you were like, why? And I was like, because she said he was a pig. And you were like, how? <laughs> no, no, like, no, well, no, no, no. Because he made like a very Once he joke. made the joke, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, maybe he it just was, looked like Nick Vial. Yeah, no, he totally looked like Nick Vial. It was so crazy. Yeah, I probably the guy with the toast is I thought was the sweetest. I think it's probably it was a good move to pick the guy who kind of like did a gimmick that made her laugh. Like, yeah, it just it's easy. It's an easy rose to easy. give out. Yeah, he prepared for it. Yeah, it, it wasn't a dirty joke. I um, our friend Caitlin. Uh, I don't believe she's ever been on, but sure we talked about her um she was saying and I agree with her I think it was Caitlin if it wasn't sorry Caitlin but <laughs> we sorry were, to the person that we're miscredited we're kind of, I'm a little excited to see like a little like kind of southern country bumpkin girl on the show um in a leading role like mm-hmm. not as just like a cute little like pretty side piece that the guys keep around for a while, like as the bachelorette, because she has this really thick accent. Like she went to Alabama you know, she was kind of this pageant queen. I think that like sometimes the people uh, and I don't mean to generalize, but people judge about like the intelligence level of that kind of person. And I think that Hannah when she when Colton broke up with her really showed that she is like very in tune with who she is and she is a really smart girl so I'm excited to like see that shine Mm -hmm. and like she's very that reputation like be upheld turn it on its head a little bit because it's not true yeah because it's not true because usually her type of girl will kind of like make it but she like like they're just kind of this like pretty girl yeah they play into like the image that they brought and so yeah I'm excited I think that Hannah B is very emotionally intelligent 
Um, maybe she needs like to read a little bit more so she like knows that befumbled's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think she is like intelligent in this other way, and I think more importantly, she's authentic. Mm-hmm, I agree, and she's not polished, and that is so. That's compelling. what I love. So compelling. It's polarizing. I th- I have seen a lot both ways on Twitter, and I think people like the people that like to hate on the Bachelorette the most are, are going to watch. Are definitely watching this. They're going to watch it into the ground. I think that the girls from Bachelor, from like from Bachelor Nation are very supportive. Like Caitlin tweeted her support. Ashley I did her support. Like a lot of them are excited. I also think is fun win. The girl, the girl who lost to Caitlin, the girl who boasted about being the bachelorette. Yeah. There's no way it she was wasn't. It was so fun that Caitlyn wasn't bachelorette. What a win. I know. What a win. It is like so like revenge of the nerds. I know. Something. I know. I was like, oh, I hate that this feels good, but it kind of <laughs> does. I know. I'm really happy Caitlyn's not bachelorette. I, also I, think- I really thought she wa- was going. I mean, after her like very sometimes I feel bad like speaking so badly about Kaylin because she made like such a brave choice this season completely and, like, and there's no way to take that away from there's anybody. no way to take it away and kind of after that episode I was like this is our bachelorette this is who we need but then she just got so mean <laughs> well I also think this is a good thing for Kaylin too yeah. like I think like ultimately it Kaylin will come up because she got her edit towards the end was like not very favorable yeah it was like she went from being like pretty beloved to everyone being like ooh. Yeah, like, she's like a little bit nasty. I think like this is a humbling experience. She is so beautiful. Yeah. If she goes to paradise, there's no way she's not going to be like a major yeah, player. She should go to paradise and it will play out in the way that it's supposed to for her. And like, it's good to have your butt kicked like yeah. in, in that way, you yeah. know? Um, I think that this will ultimately be good. Like a lot of girls have kind of been in her position and come out better on the other side. Yes. I think Kaylin will have a huge, not that she like fell so far from grace. I don't think she did. I still think that a lot of people probably would have preferred Kaylin over Hannah. Um, but I certainly think that she, she's in a position to bolster her herself and her image on, on paradise. I think it could be a good thing. Yeah. <sighs> well, it was a really good season. Yeah, thanks for hanging with us. So sorry about, again about the late episode. Cassie, but- if you need help, blink twice. <laughs> That's so mean. Oh, I hate that I feel this way because <laughs> I really, I again, I, I feel like wh- when Colton was happy, I feel like I was walking with Colton side by side. When he laughed, I laughed. When he cried, I Colton cried. Colton never laughed. He hates laughing. <laughs> <laughs> He only likes when girls are crying next to him. <laughs> uh, yes, he picked the one girl without a tragic backstory. I know it was kind of interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, guys, thank you. We can't wait for a Hannah Beast season. We can't wait for Paradise. There's so much good stuff about to come. Yeah, and thanks for tuning in. Um, have a good spring. Yes, <laughs> spring. Have a great spring. We'll see you again in the summer. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, you can find us again wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.
campfire.